everybody. Welcome to Brain Shampoo. Get ready to clean your mind. Shake it loose. I'm Rob Fiorandino. I'm here with my friends and co-hosts, Topeka Pangarkar and Lewis Hout Prokop. Hey, Lewis, how you doing? I'm good. I'm ready to shake some minds back into wherever they need to be or where they need to go. Uh, I don't think we've ever really opened like that before, but now I'm ready. I'm ready. Good. I'm happy to hear that. Topeka, how are you? I'm doing well. Now, when you said shake your minds, I kept thinking, or clean your minds. Clean your mind. Let's I, shampoo, I right? kept thinking of like a 3M sponge. Oh. And just like dip that and like physically clean your mind. I don't know. Oh. That's the image that came Can you mind. do that? You'd have to like saw your skull open, crack Ugh. open a little thing, and then you'd have to have special brain. So- Does 3M make brain soap? But brain but as an employee of 3M, don't you have the zipper installed so you can just open <laughs> and like pull out? Like you have that like. The, Former employee. It's, it's the no jam zipper. So it, it like your hairline completely covers it. It's amazing. Right. When I left 3M, they they re the uninstalled the oh. zipper. They oh, take it right. away from you when you leave. I think you have to work there for like 10 consecutive years before you get to keep it. I think that's oh, okay. what it is. It's a long um, vesting period. They don't want yeah, to it makes sense. It is handy to have though if you want to clean your brain. You just take it out, you put it in the washing machine, you put it back in, you're all good to go. Mm, I think I'd hand wash mine. I don't think I trust a washing really? machine. So that's then fair. what would be the difference then in cleaning it? Does Is it the same way with like organic versus non-organic produce? The organic produce oh. has more nutrition. If you were to clean your mm. brain with like natural products, would it be like cleaner, less clean? <laughs> I think it's more I... like a gear on a bike. You get like this mm. gunk after a while. It still works, but it's, if you clear it up, it just like rolls so much smoother. Sure. Yeah. But it's just normal, every, you know, it's just uh, regular maintenance that has to be done. Okay. Okay. So I need yeah. the dog. You're an engineer. Though. You know about regular maintenance and how machines need to be cleaned and, you know, optimized. Do I know that yeah. they should be cleaned uh, <laughs> periodically. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 These are things that should happen. <laughs> Pika, have you yeah. ever reported on a machine that should have been cleaned and they're Ooh. like, we'll get to that, but you know, that's not going to happen. Yes. <laughs> you don't have to say what because you We're know not, it, yes <laughs> oh yes and i can say that on many machines that i have worked with sure. more than one unfortunately that's happened just in my house i mean it's like i know that this wall is a little bit crooked here but i'm not there's no way i'm opening up this wall to find okay. out what's inside oh geez oh no you just so you be- just watch the paint crack but you're like I'm watching you. I'm watching you. If very you crack closely. anymore, I'm going to watch even harder. <laughs> That's right. But until then, <laughs> until then, I'm fine sitting over there. here. <laughs> like the foundation dropping. It's Out just, here, that's a huge problem. Oh, I bet it is. Until yeah. the door jams, you don't worry about it. Do they have do they have basements in Austin? They do not have basements in Austin. They can't because of our okay. clay. Oh. We would have sinking entire foundation so they have but they have foundations but no but no basements yeah everything sits on clay so if uh-huh, uh uh-huh. if we're in drought the um clay will like it'll your house will start to go down yeah and then as you pour water and it rains the house comes so do they drill up. do they drill pylons like down to the bedrock then to no to, i don't oh. think so oh wow do they do that i don't they know they do that I, in minnesota I don't know how construction works, but I know that houses (laughs) out here come on, like it takes them like a month to build. Oh, that doesn't seem very long. Yeah, exactly. They 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 don't have have to dig out a big, they don't have to dig out a big basement. Probably that's why. And they can work pretty much the full year, right? Oh, sure. Yeah, I suppose. So do you just like put up a sign in your yard when the tornadoes come through? Is like, go that way? Because I don't have the basement. I'm not ready for this. Um, We have a path, (laughs) very clear path over here. Just 
that way. Well, well they don't have tornadoes in in Texas. Oh wait. We have tornado warnings. I don't <laughs> yeah. know if there's ever been a tornado. They must. Oh, have just been just the warning. Just, they just, just kind of keep you on edge. So <laughs> not the watch. You go straight to the warning. You go right to the warning. Tornado is imminent. That's right. But you never see it because we don't report huh. on that. We just report on the warning. No, what is your just, protocol for for tornadoes? If you were to have a tornado right now, what do you what are you going to do? Um, I don't I don't know what I would do. I would probably go to my fire like we we have a fire house firehouse that's what you call it right i would go there and hide there because i would assume that the government building would be better prepped wait what's a firehouse but but they keep fire engines where they keep fire engines right what do you call it you call it a firehouse it's just it's not he thought you meant he thought you had a little house in the backyard that you call a firehouse that exactly i was thinking like a you know like um you know like one of those uh what is the, i can't think of the, t- the, the title. guest house no no it's like the um the, uh, the mother-in-law the, suite. the bomb shelter you build oh, the bomb, sh- bomb oh shelter. a bomb shelter sure yeah do you have a bomb shelter that'd be awesome but like that would be for like your tornado situation yeah. oh, or yeah, whatever sure. it is you know oh, for um sure. But going to the firehouse makes a lot of sense because you're probably going to an older building. You're like, you've been standing so long. You've probably had good luck so far. I think about that all the time. I look around the trees in my neighborhood. I'm like, all right, how tall are these trees? They've survived so long. What's the likelihood they're going to come crashing down at the next yeah. storm? Flip the coin. We're good. Let's keep going. Go to the yep. top, find the tallest tree and just stand next to it. Exactly. That's the lucky one. Exactly. Right. Huh. I, I, didn't, I hope I'm not giving you more anxiety now, Topeka, about No, I think this should warnings. be added to the curriculum, the tornado prep <laughs> curriculum. Find the tree that's yes. the tallest children and go outside. I like it. It's good. I love this. Are we, Lewis, you're writing this down? Because somebody needs to record all this. I, um, my pen exploded while we were talking. <laughs> I'm not kidding. The little tip like flew uh-huh. off I bet and it did. is gone. So I'm half a, I'm half a pen. I have you, some of the components. Um, so I'm not a good uh, stenographer right now. You have a, you have a sentient pen that's objecting to this whole conversation. It's, I'm not, I'm not doing this. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I think, I think also, um, uh, so tallest tree, that's good. Um, sure. Can you wear a hat? Tornado? Yeah, wear, wear a hat. Always, always wear a hat. Never leave the house without a hat. Right. Like, I think we've learned yeah. that over time. Maybe I mean, like a hard forgot. hat, like a helmet that you or a, a hard oh, hat that you'd wear in a, in like a factory. Or are you talking like a, a sun hat or a fishing hat? Or I honestly, a hard hat is a good yes. idea. I think so. That's what I was thinking. That's the future. But that's right. the future. If you don't have a hard hat, I would just say like a hat and then what could go on top of it? Like a textbook? I don't know. Like Something a hat and a hat? Like no, wait. <laughs> another hat. Three hats. <laughs> Three hats minimum. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good bar uh, name. Three hat minimum. <laughs> Three. <laughs> what about a helmet? I feel like not, yeah, not a like helmet. a hard yeah, hat, like, but like a, a, sure. oh, like, a, like a motorcycle helmet with a visor. Yeah. Cause then you've got like eye protection. I mean, yep. then, it, yeah, if you've got tree branches flying past you, you're fine. Yeah. I mean, as long as your arms and legs are reasonably covered, you're probably fine. But you're, I, you know, protect your eyeball, eyeballs. I'm actually surprised like Marvel hasn't put in R&D resources into like creating an Iron Man suit. You know, like an oh, everyday yeah. like Iron a real Man. real Iron Man suit? Yeah. Like I yeah. feel like they make so much money on these movies. Imagine the memorabilia. Like oh. I bet you if you made something for like 60 bucks, you could sell it for like two grand. Like if, well, like if Bob Chapek, the CEO of the Disney Corporation, he should have his own Iron Man suit and fly around in it. 
Yes. I've seen people wearing similar costumes, obviously not the exact same one, but like people that go to some of these conventions and things, they have very similar looking outfits. Now we just need the more industrial version. Yeah. Those are cosplayers. This is the real thing. Right. But it's on the right path. It's got to work. Yeah. It's got to have like the jets in the, in the boots. So, so Bob Chapek can, you know, zoom around. Because when he goes to when he goes and visits Disney World, he wants to just get right to the top of Cinderella's castle. It'd be awesome. That makes a lot of sense. I would not want to wait in those lines. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Firing someone. Who Could you imagine if everyone had one, and then you would just have air traffic? Right. We have a whole new problem. Right. It would be yes. Be like the be Jetsons, like, where everybody's got the flying cars, and you got to have air traffic controllers. Then you have a new model every year, and you have to try to keep up. And like, oh, this one has wings that you know you can control better, or something. Or yeah. this one makes you a drink while you're going. Yeah. And eventually, it's just like, it's no longer special. Like <laughs> it's true. We're all we're all driving. Well, I mean, that's totally point. true. I mean, think about you know, like the automobile that like right. 150 years ago, having an automobile like we have today. I mean, Special. be like, oh my God, what on earth? Yeah. You can go 200 miles an hour and, you know, or whatever. But, you know, it's now like, if you have a horse today, it's like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, you have a horse. How do you afford that? Of course. <laughs> That's what I wonder. That? <laughs> <laughs> That's why you don't have a car. You can't afford it. <laughs> yeah. Back in those days, everybody had a horse. Now only rich people can have horses. That's right. That's true. Whenever somebody like tells me they used to horseback ride as a hobby, I'm like one of two things. You either were rich really? country club yeah, yeah. or you were in a very small farm. <laughs> <laughs> or you're a time traveler. Or you're a time traveler, yes. That's no, they, they do that in Canada, right? In the farms out there, there's just lots of horses. Uh, uh, sure. I mean, they just kind of ride around horses, don't they? It's like just my, my uncle like, used to, in, in the middle of okay. Iowa, he, my uncle had a, a working horse, but this was in like, the 1980s oh, i'm not sure okay. there's a I've, I've been to a lot of farms in my career and uh not a lot of horses not, not a lot, lot of horses. working horses anyway listen there's, i base all yeah. of my knowledge literally everything i learn off of tv shows right and as as do most people and sure. heartland is the one where i gather that intel from so now now i would say ranchers definitely still use horses for people okay. you know like sure. in wyoming or whatever if you're raising cattle uh, horses are very good for that. Yeah. So makes sense. That's good still a thing. Know. Yeah. So working horse, that would be something like raising cattle or like doing some task, right? As sure. Or uh, horse. New York city police horse. Oh, sure. Yeah. Mounted, a mounted yep. police person. Oh, yes. Minneapolis. They have horses, horse-drawn carriages. Those are working horses. Oh, I've seen those. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. For, those for are very leisure though. Those aren't, those like... are leisure, but those are, but yeah, but that's somebody's job and those yeah. horses, that's their horse's job. Yeah. Now those are hardworking horses and it, and the poop smells just as bad from those horses. <laughs> I mean, it all depends on their me... diet. Yeah, you're telling me based on the feed, you can't get better smelling poop. I wonder if oh, they test wonder. that. You're oh. like, all right, carrots, let's smell the poop. <laughs> all right, hay. There's <laughs> an investment strategy right there. Make it, our horses' poop smell better. It wouldn't be that difficult, I think. There is, there is. I don't know if they, I'm not sure if they measure the smell, but they definitely measure the nutritional value of of horse horse like Purina horse chow. They have all kinds of specialized foods for, for different animals. 
I was thinking oh. you were saying nutritional value of the horse poop. And I was like, what yeah, are that's we what using this for? Is this like for the beetles? For how many I, beetles are? I don't yeah. know. Well, no, they, they definitely measure they definitely measure the nitrogen content in cow poop because definitely. that's used oh. that's used for fertilizer. Yeah. And, and also there are there are lots this is this has suddenly become farm talk, but uh, there are <laughs> there are there are large dairy operations that are run entirely on methane produced by the feces of dairy cows. So the cows eat the eat the food, they poop out the stuff, the poop, they shovel, the, they bring the poop into this domed area and that decomposing process creates a lot of methane, which they then burn the methane, which creates plenty of electricity for the entire farm. It's amazing. I've been on those farms and they are amazing. Wow. It's very incredible. green. It's very yeah. green too. Cause you're, you know, you're totally self-contained there. So it's amazing. Wonderful. It is amazing. Does it? <laughs> they have the, and smell. they have these, and the cows and the smell is just as bad. Yes. The okay. Whole no, no. Is it better like or worse? Sure, no, it's the same. It's the same. It's the it's, same. You're still right. covered. It's the poop is still there. I mean, they have the, they have the little, have you ever seen, have you ever been on a dairy farm? If you haven't, uh, I'll describe what happens. So the cow stands in this little thing. Well, there's a big giant uh, carousel, right? For this is like if you have a thousand cows, you have the cows march into this carousel and they face, imagine a bunch of stalls on the outside of this giant hundred meter circle that spins around. They go to their stall on one end and then the, the people attach the, the udder suckers which sucks mm -hmm. the milk out of their udders. And then, then the, the, as by the time they rotate around about 250 degrees to almost to the other side, they're done milking. They pull the udders off and the cows walk off and they do this every day because this is, this is how they get rid of their milk. Far. It's very, it's very, you know, it's uncomfortable to be full of milk. You want to get rid of that. So they have, and then they are also eating while they do that. And then they go off and poop. Now, what while they're sitting there, the, the other dairy, the other cool thing about some dairy, some dairy farms, not the big carousel ones, but they have, my uncle had a dairy farm. This was back in Iowa and uh, they, they would have the udders and then they had like the, so the cow would stand in the stall and he would put the, the udder suckers on there, which that's not the real name for them, but I don't know what the real name is. It sounds, <laughs> and real. then they, they would stand there and poop and the poop would fall down into this little track. And there was like a little, a little trough of poop. And it had like a metal thing that moved along and it was like, like scraped it scraped. It was like, I can't, it was like a, it was like a pie scraper thing, but upside down. So the, the tines, the oh, pie scraper. and then, the, and then they, and then they had chains <laughs> attached to it. So this big chain thing would like take, it was like a conveyor belt for poop. It like clears. Yeah. The it was, almost it like was just like, well, it's the, except that it was up instead of down it was, it, it was anyway it doesn't matter but it was a conveyor belt for poop and so all the poop would go off and then it would go up this little thing and then it would all go into a big shit pile amazing <laughs> there you go there's a today in farm talk i have to think there's something about how the human race has risen above most animals to where we are today <laughs> based on our ability to hold our defecation until it's time oh yeah 
Like oh, you're talking about these animals, they just like let it go. Absolutely. But only some, not all. Of no, them. no, all of them can. All of them? They choose well, not to? I don't know if all of them Well, can. in emergency situations, almost all of them can. You're, I think you're right. Cows can, pigs can. I don't know like how, okay. how yeah. many all can, but like definitely. I don't think that fish like really care if they're pissing or not. So maybe it's know. like the choice to wait makes if there's all an, the difference. If there's, an evolution, if there's an evolutionary advantage to being able to hold your poop, they can probably do it. Okay, but is there an evolutionary advantage? Well, there must know. be, or they wouldn't have that power. No, I, I don't know if there is an evolution. Well, if you don't want to be pooping when you should be running away from a lion. Right. Mm. When you have high levels of adrenaline, you poop though, right? Yes, like when do. you're scared, like animals yeah. will poop when they're scared. Yes, and I think it's lighter. to mark their territory. Maybe they defecate to make themselves lighter. <laughs> you want to be lighter and you also want to be less appetizing. Um. <laughs> it's or true. Maybe it, or maybe it just makes you easier to follow. <laughs> uh could be or like could disguise the smell it's like okay here's a giant smell of you here and maybe you yeah. ran that way and like i'm busy trying to figure out which way you went these are the I important don't know. questions yeah they that's, could be marking the their territory i stand by that i think the marking the territory is a different thing than when you're running away right. marking your territory is so that the other animals of your species don't in right. your territory right <laughs> you look that up I, yeah, it's not like you want to leave a mark of like, maybe your last stand. You're like, well, if anyone wants to know in my history where <laughs> I was, it. here it is. This is where I was. Not. But if it was, this is Ooh. it. My ancestors will come back to this spot. That's right. It is, is a where... deterrent for predators. I think Lewis oh, is right. Oh, nice. Excellent. All right. Well in done, which Lewis. Way? You get Just right like... points. In Many in animals way? will defecate if they feel threatened. While this may just be an extension of flight or flight, it could also be a way to deter the predator from pursuing them further. Nice. After all, that predator was probably <laughs> looking for a tasty meal, and uh -huh. the smell of an animal covered in their own poop might not be worth the trouble. That mm. seems very reasonable. Um, it seems like a very discerning uh, wildebeest. That is. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't think I'm. I'm not in the mood for that food anymore. <laughs> I'm not hungry after all. <laughs> Lost my now, appetite. Now that I think about it, I could, I could, I could wait till the next one comes by. That's right. Now I'll just wait for a clean one. It reminds me of a Steve Martin joke. It says, <laughs> "If you're ever about to be mugged, it's, this is a Steve Martin joke. If you're ever about to be mugged, first throw up on all your money, and then because <laughs> the robbers will never want it after that. So it's like, oh, you know what? I'll, I'll get the next one. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> that." You yeah, know? makes perfect sense. That's Steve it Martin. He, knew, he knows his stuff. I suspect maybe it's from experience. That's all I can say. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. He's a uh, he's a wise, yeah. wild, and crazy man. Wow. Yeah. <sighs> we went off in some uh, some interesting territory this evening. But do you feel well, like you need uh, to mark this territory? No, I feel yeah. like I've like thoroughly washed my brain, honestly. Like I knew nothing or thought nothing of this. And now right. I have all this new stuff churning around, like we kind of started with. Like mm -hmm. I've been I've been your, I've been hydrating. Your brain, your brain has been washed. New things. New things. Washed, yes. clean. And my brain needs to be washed after all That's that right. poop talk. I feel exactly. Like I well, here, let's do that. Let's talk about what's been good this week. Yes. I have a really good one, but I want to hear, do you guys have, is you guys have one or should I just jump in? Jump in. I okay. want to hear yours. Yeah. So I uh, had one of my favorite foods uh, this evening. Uh, my wife had never experienced this particular form of corn on the cob. 
I love corn on the cob. And Mm -hmm. of course, being from Iowa, you know, we eat corn on the cob regularly. It's a thing that basically, if you haven't had corn on the cob and you live in Iowa, there's something wrong with your family. No, that's a joke. But I mean, (laughs) but everybody, everybody has corn on the cob. So there's a special way that I make it. So I had, you have to boil. I mean, I'll tell, I'll tell everybody the recipe so you can make it at home. But you get water going to a, a raging boil, right? And then you get, to, of course, take off the, take off the, the silk and the, you know, the green, the leaves, you know, get the corn nice and clean, get that water going to a raging boil, put a little salt in it to get the specific gravity of the water up a little bit. So it boils at a higher temperature. Uh, and then you put the, the, the ear, the ears of corn in the boiling water and you shut it off and then you put, put a lid on it and then you let it sit for 10 minutes off the heat. Most people will boil it for seven minutes and say, okay, it's done. It's like, no, that's not as good. You want to have it nice. You want to have it just gently soaking in that almost boiling water for 10 minutes. And then you take it out of the water and it's delicious and tender and wonderful. And then you roll it around in some butter, add a little salt and you're good to go. So that's what I had tonight. And I am very happy that has been good this week. Wow. Wow. You're both staring at me like I'm do you completely eat it insane. Right off the cob, or do you cut it? Of course, off? you eat it right off the cob. What am I? I mean, come on. What do you wait, cut it off with a knife? Oh, I cut it off with a knife. I, cut it I can't eat it. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's acceptable. If you have job if, problems, if you have job problems. I, I, that's completely acceptable. I, but I, I do, I, I do enjoy the process of eating it off the cob, though. I've got the little yellow sticky things that yeah. you put in the side. And they, yeah. Oh, the 100%. corn forks. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. You guys, once my surgery is done, I'm going to try that recipe. I'm going to do exactly <laughs> like Rob said. All right, good. Increase the specific gravity, 10 minutes, right. lid down. I've remembered yep. this to a T. If good. not, I will refer to this episode. <laughs> if not, just give me a text me. I'll send you, I'll immediately send you. And it's great. All right. Who else has had um, something good this week? Jump in. I have a food I, thing. Oh. Oh. That, I'll, the, I'll, er, Dabika, you were the loudest. The you should thing. go first. Yes. Um. Adding to the food thing, I went to Fredericksburg this past weekend and saw all these little farms because it's peach season till August or till October, really. But August is like when the end of the really, really good peaches go. So we went to all of these farms. I think we stopped in like three or four farms. I bought like four different kinds of peaches. We did like a blind peach taste test. And honestly, it was the best vacation I've ever had. I tried four different kinds of peach cobbler. I'm so happy. Oh, it's good. Good food makes you happy. Yeah. And also peaches aren't something you can find in grocery stores, even in season as really? like ripely delicious as you can from a farm. Yeah. I believe it's it. Just, yeah. you, they, yeah. they take it off way too early. So it's too sour versus the ones you find right. at the farms are just sweeter. Cause they kind, of, they kind of, they kind of ripen in the trucks as they're traveling. It's not the yeah. same, is it? So it's not the same because they don't ripen with all the nutrients with the tree attached. Yes. And the vitamin D from the sun. <sighs> For this blind taste test, what is that like? Is it like do they blindfold giving you, you a piece and like, is this a peach or not a peach? Or is it like, do you have multiple choices of kinds of peaches? So I created the blind taste oh, test okay. and Mitch was <laughs> oh. the one who was tasting it. And I was also <laughs> tasting it. And I did like an A, B, C, D. They were all nice. different varieties. And then E okay. was the same variety as one of A, B, C, D. And so then was the idea hike. to find the best or it was the idea to see if you could identify? The I- idea was to see if you could distinguish between them and then okay. also find the best. And, and what were we the found results? the best. Okay. So what's, what's the best harvester, call? 
is the best peach in our opinion. However, all of the farmers claimed it was Gala. Gala, I put in second, or Mitch and I both put in second place, then Sentinel, then June Prince. Wow. Then Scoreball. Of course it makes sense. I've never realized that peaches had, had such variety like apples do, but there you go. But they do, yeah. I had no idea. Already cool. at different times of the year. And it's so important to eat them, um, eat all the different varieties, because otherwise we go into monoculture, which is sad. <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> Just sad. Anyways, Lewis, Lewis what's been peach. good for you? Lewis, what about you? What's been good for you this week? Well, I got pre-approved for some more life insurance. Oh, wow. Congratulations. <laughs> Well, I mean, long story short is, you know, um, I, you know, as, as a, as a 38 year old with an eight year old and I have a, a solid job, but you know, what if, what if something would ever happen? It's like, I have some life insurance, but maybe not enough. And I've been kind of thinking about it and talking around and went through the process of actually doing like a phone screening of like, would I be a good candidate to get a certain rate for some more life insurance uh, that would last longer than just like your standard, whatever you get per, you know, meet your paycheck partway. It's like, this would be a longer term, like a 20 year thing. It's like, all right. So I like went through the process and had a good screening. They ask you like everything under the sun for like 25 minutes. And then they they tell you if you move on to the next level. And I have moved on to the next level as a good right. candidate for uh, receiving this particular life insurance. The next part is scheduling the in-person exam. Now I'm not With fully physician, sure what right? I assume. So yes. um, I expect <laughs> to see at least, a, I expect to see at least a white coat and perhaps a van with a, you know, like a red X on the side sure, or something sure. like that. Um, right. From mash. Uh, yes. Or a helicopter would land in the pad right. and back, you know, something like that. Um, uh, but I don't know exactly when that's going to happen. Uh, my wife is also doing it too. So we thought maybe we'd do it together. Uh, but they, they, they mentioned like they have to take some blood and do some things like that. And I'm like, okay. And they'll come to you. I'm like, Hmm. hmm. I don't know exactly what this is going to look like, it's but a mobile uh, clinic. I, my parents have done this. They have, they, <laughs> no, they have doctors that are, their job is to screen people. Yeah. So, uh, that's yeah. the next step. And I'm, I'm not looking forward to that because I, I'm terrified of needles. And oh. most of the time when a needle's involved, I don't do well. Sometimes I pass out. Sometimes I just get really weak. Uh, oh, no. especially when blood is taken. Do you, think do, you look at the needle? do you think that's going to be disqualifying? <laughs> <laughs> My blood's all right. As far as I know, I had it. So two years ago was the last time I had some blood taken just to get some mm. basic levels and things were looking great. Um, what color and, was it? Uh, it came out when it came out, it was red. I couldn't oh, see good. inside. I didn't get right, that. That seems view. normal then. That was an extra 20 bucks. If I wanted that view before it comes out, I'm like, no, nah, it's okay. That's all right. I have a good idea what it looks like. Uh, so yeah, uh, we'll see. I don't try to look at the needle to answer your question, Topeka, uh, especially now that I know more about that. Um, but I don't okay. know. So I just we'll wonder see. Yeah, if looking I, at the needle makes it better or worse. It makes it worse for me, but some people. Yeah. Um, I mean, for vaccines, I do not look. I'm just like, what's going on over there? Oh, uh -huh. okay. Uh, then it's fine. Um, but I think the blood part, the taking the blood, you know, that might be a little more difficult, maybe. I don't know. So anyways, the, the good thing is that I moved on to the next round and, uh, you know. Nice. Well, congratulations. I make it to the majors. Congrats. Someday, someday you'll be there. 
someday. See, I find that find focusing on the needle exclusively, like you're meditating on something where you just I know you've mentioned and you this, just, and and it just my entire being is in that needle, and then it's like it's not painful anymore. It's just it's just mm. it. It's just the it's not the pain factor. It's not the pain factor. It's the you pass out. <laughs> So it's right. It's not painful at all then. No, I've actually passed out from looking at the needle. Hence my question. to Yeah. yeah. Wow. Everything gets dark. The blood pressure drops. <laughs> then somebody's handing you an apple juice and a cold compress. And you're like, what? This isn't how I want to send my Saturday. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. You can visit our website at anchor.fm slash brain shampoo. We've thoroughly enjoyed tonight's recording, and I hope you've enjoyed listening to us. Good night, Topeka. Good night. Good night, Lewis. Good night. Stay hydrated, everybody. Mm-hmm.